Hello all, hello all, and welcome back to another show of Real Talk. I am your host, Officer Antoine Thomas. That's me. Look, I have been MIA. Uh, took a little sabbatical after the midterm elections and uh, didn't get the outcome that we wanted. However, uh, we were still very successful in that message um, and getting out the content. And I want you to know that um, I have my eyes laser focused for 26. Stay tuned for that. I'll be telling you more. But I want to dive right into uh, the Real Talk Conversations because we have uh, took our rest we have had opportunity to go ahead and regroup, and now it's back to the drawing board. It's back to what we do here on Real Talk, and I'm excited. As you can see, I am decked down in red, white, and blue because I believe in what America's doing, okay? Listen, uh, I have a great show for you today. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time just uh, promoting it. I want to get a lot of time into talking about it. Uh, this show, actually, I put together before the Club Q shootings and um, or as we saw that the mass shooting. So what you're going to hear us talk about today is specifically that, talking about mass shootings and guns. Today's episode will totally center around guns do not kill people. People kill people. I'm going to be breaking down the history of the gun, uh, how the gun was created, where it was created, uh, and where we are today with uh, guns, because as we know, guns are a great tool that is used to uh, for self-defense purposes. It is used in a hunting environment. Uh, it is used to uh, used in competitions as people are competitive shooters for uh, sporting shooting events. Okay, shooting actually, believe it or not, is considered a sport. Okay, many are involved in this. Okay, so. The left is making guns a big, huge issue, saying that we need to ban AR-15s and uh, handguns. Matter of fact, they want to get rid of all the guns. But we know, okay, all the members here, all the visitors, whoever you are, you know that the Second Amendment gives us the right to bear arms, okay? And that cannot be infringed upon. So, with that being said, this show is totally centered around that. Now, if you have not had the opportunity, of course, to uh, listen to the other episodes that we have, I want you to do that. I want you to do that, okay? Hello all, hello all, and welcome back to another show. I am your host, Officer Antoine Thomas. You already know that is me, okay? I have been MIA, but I'm back. I'm excited. I'm pumped up, ready to go. As you know, I took a little break after the midterm elections. Uh, it was a heck of an election. Uh, we fought to the end. We wasn't not successful, however, we put together a great product. We put together a great campaign. I do not regret any of it, okay? I just wrapped up a interview with uh, Jerry Serino on his podcast show, okay? You have to go and listen. He has a great podcast show. I was happy to be a part, 
And so um, I'm here now recording uh, a live show for the one and only Real Talk. And I'm proud to be your host and I'm proud to be back. Now, I want to dive right into it. We have some very important things to talk about. Today's, I'm going to throw that disclaimer out there. Today's show, it is a very controversial show. However, we're still, we're still hearing about uh, guns, 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 guns. We're hearing that guns kill people. But I beg to differ. I have created a show before the Club Q shooting, believe it or not. I put together this show a few weeks ago. I've uh, been researching and doing um, just extensive research on the history of guns, why were they created, what country of origin that uh, first um, invented the gun. We're going to be talking about all that good stuff. And I wanted to get this show out. It's very important. It will always be a topic of conversation. Of course, people on the left are using this particular uh, rhetoric to uh, take away our rights, our Second Amendment right. Um, that can never be infringed upon according to the uh, United States Constitution that was put together by our founders and framers, okay? Talked about the Second Amendment, a right to bear arms legally, okay? A right to bear arms illegal, legally. Today's show, we're going to be talking about that. Guns do not kill people. People kill people. But before I dive right into that, if you have not had the opportunity to listen to the last episode, okay, of season four, uh, episode seven was entitled, We Need to Have Law and Order, okay? Both of those together, simultaneously, restored. Got to go back and listen. It's a beautiful show, and here I am today to talk about matters. I believe when you saw me last, I may have had a uh, mustache. <laughs> it's shaved off for the year. We'll do it again in 23. Uh, I want you to know something very importantly, that in order for us to continue to be productive citizens and, and to continue to abide by our United States Constitution, okay? Uh, all um, amendments that are included within the United States Constitution. You have to understand this, that uh, none of the amendments, okay, including the Bill of Rights, can be looked at as if it was a suggestion, None of those were suggestions. They were put into law, put into our history for uh, our lawmakers and citizens alike to have a framework, a platform, a template to go by so that uh, our United States representatives, our senators, okay, even the president could not infringe upon these rights. And no matter how much they campaign on uh, these particular matters, okay, they cannot be infringed upon. We have a right to bear arms. And so today's show will be centered totally around that. Now, what is one of the most effective pieces of metal that we will protect you and that will protect you when your life is in danger, okay, due to an act or an imminent threat that is taking place within the ramifications where you are, all the way up to deadly force, uh, that is being opposed upon you by a human, not by a dog, not by a cat, not by a bear, but by a human. What is that particular piece of metal? The only piece of metal that I know of that can uh, get you out of harm's way if used properly. Uh, it is an effective tool, like I stated. Okay, what other um, thing... Okay, could you have imagined in your mind 
And I know what you're thinking. It has to be, okay, a gun. Yeah, you're correct. It has to be the gun. Now, I want to discuss the pros uh, of legality of safe gun ownership. We want to build that foundation first, okay? We want to start there because that is very important that we talk about that. How do we build those uh, particular status quos? If you listen to episode seven, you heard me speak about how crime is out of control, how crime is on a rampage. You heard me even mention that the people on the radical left are fighting very hard to take our Second Amendment away. But we cannot let them do this as um, Americans, as people who are um, law-abiding citizens, people who are living up to the Constitution, who are living up to the American dream, who are doing things the right way. We have to fight back, okay? We have to dispel the false narratives that owning guns is a bad idea. It is an evil thing. We have to get rid of all those notions. The left is telling us, and they've gone way far beyond uh, the ownership of guns. Um, now they're saying the guns are aggressive. They're saying that no way should people own AR-15s. No way should they have multiple guns. No way should they even be able to um, ride around with the gun. This is all infringing on the Second Amendment right, and I beg to differ. We have to take it back, okay? We have to take it back. Uh, I will be the first to admit to you that uh, I do not condone, okay, uh, innocent people being killed uh, at the hands of another human with a firearm, a.k.a. gun, okay? Uh, I will say that gun control is needed, okay? I will say that um, better background checks are needed, but unfortunately, people change. People change. And yes, at that moment, they may be good uh, with all great intentions. And somehow they get a hold of a firearm. We see it all the time. Okay. We see it all the time. Here in North Carolina, just a few months ago, a fellow police officer was uh, brutally murdered. Okay. Shot and killed. Execution style by a, um believe he was a 16-year-old uh, teen, um, okay, a 16-year-old teen, and I believe might have been even 14, maybe the brother was 16. He was 14. The killer was 14 years old, okay? Went on a killing spree, killed uh, about five people, I believe, okay, and injured a few more, at the end. he also injured a police officer, killed police officer, injured one. And I can tell you that this was all done at the behest of a gun, but however, this uh, young male who was legally of age to understand what guns can do uh, and understand what uh, a gun um, is located, took possession of his father's uh, guns, um, shotguns, which I'm sure was used for purposes of hunting. Um, he obviously knew how to load. He knew how to get that firearm um, operable. So we look at those issues and the left takes opportunities from uh, these particular matters and saying this is why we need to uh, continue to push gun reform and uh, gun justice and uh, gun banning. But I also beg the difference there. We need uh, the ability, should have the right, as the Constitution gives us, to um, own guns legally because they do save lives. They do protect lives. So uh, we have to remember that, okay? Yes, there are um, many 
of different aspects you can go with it. Many people can come up with many different cons of why they are against guns. And also many people uh, can come up with many reasons why they're pro-gun, okay? So it goes both ways, both sides of the aisle. But what we must understand is guns will never be able to kill anybody. A human has the ability to kill somebody using the gun. So I want to dispel that false narrative uh, before we go any further. And listen, not every person that possesses a gun has obtained that gun legally. We understand that, okay? If we get rid of, see, the, here goes the deal. If we get rid of all guns, okay, all we have done now is created ability for people who are not on the up and up, people who are uh, felons, people who cannot obtain guns anyways, will be the ones to get guns illegally. Why? Because those are your drug dealers. Those are your murderers. Those are your robbers. They need guns to commit these acts. And so they're going to find one way or the other to get them. You cannot totally ban guns. And I can tell you that lawfully uh, and lawful gun owners will not uh, go away silent. We will not allow the government to storm our homes and take our guns. We won't allow it to happen because, again, going back to our framework, going back to our Constitution, it does not give the government the ability to do that. No matter how many campaigns you stated in speeches, it cannot happen. Now, a gun can be used as a beautiful and safe and great tool if it is properly used. I stated to you a second ago, many people use guns for the purposes of hunting. And not only do they do it as a sport, they do it as a um, financial mean. That's how they uh, hunt for meat, okay? Deer, bear, uh, all types of wild animals. People use this as a means of uh, resources to eat. So without, yes, you can do it by bow and arrow in some cases, but guns provide the maximum outcome. Not everybody is purchasing guns to commit crimes. Not everybody is purchasing guns to go armed to the terror of the public. Not everybody is getting guns just to say that they have guns. Many people enjoy the um, ownership of guns and, and, and the sporting of guns. I stated that earlier. We have to keep those things in mind. Now, uh, it is the obvious fact that today's show uh, is very controversial. I understand that. Again, this show was put together uh, in the preliminary stages before Club Q. We saw that another uh, nightclub shooting, leaving out the LGBTQ part of it, just a nightclub shooting, or uh, should we just say just another mass shooting? What we realize with the left is they have uh, fueled the matter of this gun violence at Club Q, of course, uh, putting uh, emphasis on the LGBT community. However, it does not matter whether they're LGBTQ or to a Uvalde school, okay? It does not matter. Uh, mass shootings of any kind, a shooting of any kind that is not justified as an, e an unlegal, illegal um, shooting or unjustified shooting. And there is a crime that is attached to that. There is a suspect that is attached to that. So we understand that that was an innocent shedding of blood, okay? And nobody deserves um, the right to take a person's life. And nobody deserves to be uh, going about their day and having interrupted due to a uh, shooting. Nobody deserves that. Don't care who you are, what you're involved in. Nobody deserves to be killed, okay? Let alone at the hands of another person with a weapon. AKA, i.e., gun. Okay? Now, let's explore the history of how the gun or AKA firearm came about, anyways. Let's talk about the history of that. First of all, we have to understand that the gun dates back 
thousands and thousands of years. Don't forget that the American Revolution was fought and won by using muskets, guns, okay? Uh, guns have become a way of life. It has become uh, ingrained into our head. It is into the American culture that we deal and see guns. You would be surprised to find out that the invention of firearms started long before the colonists had ever arrived here and settled here in North America. You'll find that out the origins of firearms began with gunpowder, okay, and the invention of it. Most likely, uh, we found out through research that uh, it was um, somewhere in the China area of the country, okay, in Asia, uh, more than a thousand years ago. What led uh, the Chinese to invent such thing was the gunpowder came first before the gun. Okay, it is said that the early uh, 850 AD um, alchemist in China stumbled upon the explosive properties of gunpowder, combination of potassium nitrate, sulfur, sulfur, and charcoal, while seeking an exiler of life, which uh, that equates to cure for all. They were looking for a cure. Wasn't even trying to create gunfire uh, powder to be used in a gun. They were trying to provide a cure and, 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 and help life manage itself and, and live life longer. That's what they were trying to do. Okay. And they stumbled upon this great uh, invention. Okay. A definition that can be settled into uh, of capable of changing bases into gold. That was another um, name they came up with. So they were trying to uh, extract uh, the metals outside of the base to create a gold. Okay. Historians do not know exactly uh, which uh, uh, one that the Chinese um culture or people were attempting to create. They don't know which one came first. Were they trying to create a cure or they actually indeed was trying to create gunpowder? We don't know. However, what we do know, in my opinion, uh, I would say they were trying to do both. Kill two birds with one stone. How about that? Now, um, this awesome piece of metal is made, um, it made its way during the European civilization, okay? Um, that went on to the Western civilization, so it started in the European area, moved its way to the Western area, and skilled metalsmiths uh, began to develop and create a American-type long rifle, okay? Um, went from gunpowder, trying to create a cure to have, um, I'll say, everlasting life, which we know the only creator of that is God. He's the only one that can uh, provide a, a everlasting life. But they were looking for that. We know that uh, the Chinese are very involved in herbs and uh, ways to cure uh, um, um, diseases and sicknesses naturally. So this is not uh, unformed, neither is it uh, something that we wouldn't imagine that they would have been trying to stumble upon. Okay, But we know that uh, skills, uh, uh, people that were skilled in the area of metalsmiths, uh, came about with the first long rifle, okay, American long rifle, which also later became the name uh, Kentucky, Ohio, or Pennsylvania rifle, okay. Now, um, it, it was known as the uh, 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 rifle of choice in those areas, like I talked about, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania. Now, these rifles were sometimes elaborately established and carved and decorated with finely etched brass and silver plates, okay? And you go all the way back to your Western movies and you see that that has taken place. You see that has been 
uh, something that was very important to you, seeing the gold-plated guns and things like that. It got very uh, creative later on down the road. But these weapons went on to be used by American militias. We know that fighters uh, during the Revolutionary War, we saw that. Now, I want to discuss the Remington Arms and Colt 45, uh, which was one of the most popular uh, weapons and first uh, ever firearms to be used in the United States government. In 1836, Samuel Colt himself, um, Colt 45, received a uh, United States patent for his handheld pistol, okay? These weapons were also used during the uh, Civil War. Very important that we understand that. Now, prior to the start of the 20th century, Colt followed um, its way through the uh, gun manufacturer's world. Next came the Smith & Wesson, okay? Um, they would go on to develop the uh, revolver-style uh, firearm with the cylinder. If you're familiar with revolvers, you know that they are only able to uh, hold six um, rounds of ammunition with a cylinder chamber uh, rotating every time you pull the trigger, right? We know that. So we look at the revolver, which is a powerful weapon, uh, will always be one of the greatest firearm weapons in history. Uh, Smith & Wesson is responsible for creating that weapon. Now, uh, with that cylinder, it begins to swing back and forth, uh, outside to the inside. Uh, you're able to unload and reload the bullets, uh, again, six at a time. The so-called double action design would dominate revolvers around the modern day uh, to where we are today throughout the 20th century. So revolvers have been um, evolutionized. They have been um, uh, made to do Many of the things, there's a particular weapon out there, a revolver, a revolver style that can shoot shotgun um, rounds. So imagine that. Um, went from all the way back in the old days, okay, and moved on to the 20th century where at that point, going back in time, uh, it was only able to do what it was meant to do. Um, your 357 rounds and uh, your 45s, and then guess what came along? Um, now you're able to shoot a uh, buckshot out of, uh, I'm talking um, shotgun shells out of a uh, revolver cylinder. Who would ever thought but a guns? But again, guns have evolved, okay, in our 20th century. Now, rifles and muskets went through many great improvements as well. Went through great many improvements from there. Uh, we moved on to the double barrel shotguns. You had your Spencer gun. You had your... John Moses Browning, a lot of farmers, uh, people who are in the hunting world are familiar with Browning weapons. Uh, the Gatling gun had your Maxim uh, gun, a.k.a. known as the machine gun, your tummy gun. All these things went through the revolutionary change. Now, the two most famous high-powered rifles that we talk about and the left loves to talk about uh, and also are the most two controversial weapons in American history at this point that the left loves to talk about amongst the uh, most significant firearm of the inventions was during the Cold War era was the AKA, um, AK-47 style rifle, okay, which was developed by uh, Mikhail uh, Klazinovic, who was the Russian general and back in the Soviet Union back in 1947, okay? AKA, um, or I should say, I keep saying AKA, but I mean to say AK stands for the automatic by Kalashinov. So that is uh, a weapon that was named after the Russian general, AK. Okay, the sh It is a short-barreled uh, weapon with a steep 
front uh, sight post, okay? If you're familiar with guns, you know what a sight post is. It's the one that allows you to be able to a little beat, that allows you to see out. That is what you're looking at. Uh, that creates your sight picture for you to know exactly what your target is being aimed at, okay? Um, and Curve Magazine's offered the rapid fire, which all these things uh, scientifically go into play. The more curves and grooves you have allows that bullet to spiral and the more accuracy takes place. Uh, so that's very important in these style weapons, okay? When you talk about shooting rapid, which means shooting fast, quick, okay? Um, and uh, many rounds at one time, rapidly, okay? It's quickly, we know. Not insulting anybody's intelligence on the Real Talk show. <laughs> but that's what that does. It is a uh, very uh, lightweight type of weapon with a very good portability, okay? Uh, you move on to a fun fact here that I wrote down. The deadly effectiveness of the Kalashinov in the Vietnam War led uh, defense forces at the Pentagon to produce their own version um, of that AK-47 um, assault rifle, which we later uh, came up with what? The AR-15 which became known as the M16, um, the weapons can ultimately shoot uh, 90 rounds, 900 rounds, excuse me, 900 rounds a minute, okay? We see that the M16s is used in the military. We know that many civilians alike, police officers for sure, I own several ARs myself, um, that they are beautiful weapons. However, they're high-profiled and high-powered um, weapons and they can do damage. Um, you know, when you look at the type of caliber of weapon or bullet is shooting out, the 223, it's a very powerful and stinging and uh, very fast, quick, and damaging bullet, um, which is what we saw taking a pause, has been used in many of the mass shootings around the country. Uh, was used in the Uvalde shooting, um, it was used in the Club Q shooting, uh, all the way back to. The Parkland shootings, we can go all the way back, but I want you to understand something, that these weapons were not created for mass shooting. It was created for um, target practicing. It was created to be used in the military. It was created to be used in law enforcement. It was created to be used in hunting. Of course, many people have taken this to the extreme, um, but I want you to understand this as well, that these are still everyday good, good, solid, quality, uh, purposeful weapons that are used uh, and should be used in the right manner. But of course, there's always one who takes this and does uh, other matters with it, okay? Now, we know that civilians alike, like I stated, has taken up the AR-15, okay? Um, they love that weapon. It's very affordable. It's a very good weapon. Um, I suggest that if you are looking for a, a home defense weapon, the shotgun is still your weapon of choice for home protection and defense. ARs are not meant to be carried on our sling, uh, wrapped around our shoulder, going into Walmart. Okay, that is not what that is used for. Uh, those weapons are used for uh, specific purposes. Okay, if you ever seen anybody or saw or will see anyone carrying an AR-15 into any type of store other than a gun store to have it looked at or sold, you need to dial 911. You need to back out and get out of there. There is some harm afoot. Okay, be mindful. Be very uh, focused on your surroundings and understand and see what people are doing in society and what they're doing while you're out and about. Be that vigilant person, okay? I just had to say that. came out of nowhere. 
Um, the auto loading of the AR-15 requires a trigger pull for every shot fired, okay, uh, as opposed to a fully automatic weapon, um, which gives you the opportunity to shoot multiple rounds at one time. So whenever you hear, whenever you hear the automatic weapons being fired, that's a fast, rapid weapon that is being fired, um, and you don't need much trigger pull. You saw that we talked about a second ago, auto loading weapons. Uh, you do need that um, type of mechanism to make it um, shoot that way. Now, both versions of the modern automatic weapon can fire hundreds of bullets uh, per minute. Keep that in mind. We see that. Why are uh, people using those type of weapons? They can create massive damage in a short amount of time. That is why the AR-15 is used a lot in your mass shootings because it can do a lot of harm um, very quickly. Disclaimers, I'm not promoting neither. I'm not giving ideas to people to go out and cre create more mass shootings, okay? It's all over YouTube. You can find that stuff there. I'm not here to talk about it. Neither am I here to sell it. Neither am I here to condone it. But I am here to talk about it. I am here to uh, uplift the pro-gun movement because uh, it is very important that we... Uh, that's the only way I can do my job effectively as a police officer is to have a sidearm or a firearm, um, rifles and things like that because I am the one, uh, along with many others, that go into harm's way. Yes, I know you may be saying we're exempt, the police exempt. We're not talking about the police. I get it. But it's my job to make sure we understand as a um, podcaster, as a host, as a um, person who defends, person who speaks out, it's my job to make sure I tell the good, bad, and, bad, and the ugly uh, as it pertains to this particular episode, is dealing with guns, and I'm here to talk about it all, not leaving nothing out. Now, um, we have to understand that without firearms, uh, our nation would have been in great trouble, uh, as we see when uh, people are looking to do harm outside of our country. Uh, guns help protect. When military uses them, uh, we never know. One day, we may all need to use them to fight off terrorists or to fight off um armies from other countries pray never happened but it could happen and a world without guns is a world that is uh guess what defenseless we need them guns can only hurt those who you want to be hurt and we see that in many mass shooting incidents okay the gun um person who's shooting a gun accurately uh precisely can only hit the intended targets that they have intended People who do not know about guns and are chaotic and can't shoot are going to hit anything and everything. So, yes, the uh, suspect, the shooters do have um, things in mind, even in Walmart. The manager had a mindset of who and uh, knew who he wanted to kill. Obviously, he didn't kill everybody. He even left some alive. That's because he had an agenda. Guns kill people only who the person with the gun won't to be killed. I've never heard of a gun shooting someone randomly. Never heard of it. Never heard of a keep my gun in my uh, uh, duty uh, holster when I'm at work. I keep it uh, in a holster on my person inside of my pants when I'm not at work. I've never had my gun go off because I sneezed or I tapped the holster. It never went off. In order for a gun to fire a projectile, that being a bullet, there must be force that is pushed upon that trigger, human force, okay, that causes the trigger to hit the firing pin, okay, uh, to allow that projectile to uh, sprout or sprout out and um, hit a target, a person. It's the only way. You have to have trigger manipulation, as we call it in the firearms world. Trigger 
manipulation, which means uh, some part of your hand, your finger, okay, has to make contact with the trigger to even to allow that mechanism to take place. I would be a hypocrite if I did not say yes. Innocent kids have pulled triggers on guns, ultimately killing themselves and others. That is solely due to careless gun ownership by the parent, the guardian. You must secure your weapons. It is no other way around. It's a no-brainer, okay? So I am going to talk about safe gun handling and safe gun storage and keeping. If you use guns for the right purposes and take control of them in the right way, they are not a bad tool at all. I told you it's the best self-defense uh, weapon you can have is a gun. You also have to be in the right set and the right mindset when you own a gun, okay? So I say to all the anti-gun people, please give me one valid reason why guns should be banned. Definitely AR-15s. Tell me why our Second Amendment should be infringed upon. Give me those reasons. I do understand if you do not like guns, everyone has their own preferences. You don't have to like guns. It's not your fault, okay? I tell people all the time, if you're careless and do not feel safe owning a gun then don't buy one. If you're not willing to use a gun at any time when it is needed, then do not own a gun. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. doesn't get any simpler than that. Guns are not for everyone. We get that. That being said, don't crucify or criticize those who do enjoy safe ownerships of guns and use them for the right purposes in the right manners. Okay? Don't criticize us. Don't criticize them. I'm getting ready to end. I pray every innocent person who has been a victim of a senseless gun violence shooting, uh, we must do our part. I pray for them. And we must make sure we keep those with mental illnesses and violent behaviors and violent pasts away from firearms. We have to do it. We have to do it. This means that family members must also do their part. Every police, uh, excuse me, every mass shooting that we have seen take place, okay, as of late and, and prior, all the way back to uh, Columbine, there there were signs, there was something written down, there was something taking place in the rooms of those two students, there was something being made, there was something being written, there was something being practiced that the parents totally, guardians totally missed, that possibly could have avoided that mass shooting. And I'm saying that to all the shootings that have taken place as of late. Know the warning signs. Watch what your family members are doing, especially if they're kids and they're very fascinated with guns. You need to do something about it. And if you have multiple guns to the effect that you don't even know how many you got, that is a problem. If you're not storing your guns properly, you need to take a look at it and figure out what can you do to make a safe ownership of guns. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. I'm especially speaking to the parents on these matters, okay? Know, again, what your kids are doing in the room. Know what they're doing when you're not at home. Know what they're doing when they're not at home. Understand. Go check their rooms. Look under the beds. Look in closets and find signs. We can avoid mass shootings, especially at the... Um, middle, elementary, and high school levels. We can avoid these things. Do your part, parents and guardians. Know what types of games, what, know what fascinations they have been uh, involved in, what they're engrossed in, and help us, okay, make this thing 
safer for everybody involved. It's very unfortunate that we have to discuss these things, of course, but of course, active shooters are occurring more than not. We see that, okay? And again, I typed this up before the club queue, and look what happened. Look what happened, okay? It, it is very disturbing to me that uh, this is an uh, everyday topic. Now, I've been preparing for this show prior to the last uh, mass shooting, which I talked about, took place, okay, in Chesapeake, Virginia, at a local Walmart. I was uh, in the midst of doing that, and then Club Q happened after that. But uh, when you look at this, uh, this shows you that these uh, shootings are way too often, and they're occurring rapidly, very frequently. But we cannot still place the blame at the gun manufacturer's foot. Can't do it. And I know they've been sued at an alarming rate, okay, because they are the first line of um, a lawsuit. I get that. But is it really Smith & Wesson? Is it really Colt? Is it really Browning, okay? Is it really Mossberg? Or is it their fault, okay, that these people are committing the acts? No, they didn't give them a free gun, didn't tell them to go out and commit the act. They committed the act. I understand. We're in the world of suing. I get it. But let's wake up, smell coffee, taste the coffee. Law-abiding gun owners, we have to isolate um, these incidents, okay? And we have isolated these incidents and looked into the person who is the suspect, okay? That's what you have to do. We spend too much time deflecting from issues. Uh, I'm talking about the left, of deflecting from the issues at hand. See, the LGBT shooting at Club Q, they talked more about uh, the lifestyle and what their people were in there for, for and made that a big issue that they were in there to shoot. And, and maybe, it, obviously, it was um, some type of census act, but we did find out that uh, the killer also belonged to the community. So they couldn't uh, create the narrative that it was a uh, hate crime because it was one of their people. So they kept that very uh, disclosed. And like I said, this part of the makeup of deflecting from issues at hand. The issue at hand is that we have a troubled person who uh, decided to go into a place where he frequent was a member of and kill people that he knew. Why? We have to find a motivation. On every shooting, the motivation has to be addressed. Why? But most times we see that as a deflected and they want to move away from that. They want to stick on the fact that we have to ban guns. Buttigieg, okay? Um, Beto talked about this all the time, even on his campaign. He said, we got we to gotta ban AR-15. We got to do it. Uh, wait, yes, we're going to H, H, we're going to take your uh, uh, AR-15s. He said it. And it was the most dumbest thing because you, he does not have the power. Congress don't have the power. The Senate don't have the power. Why? Because the framers said we have the right to bear arms. And that right would not be infringed upon. I'm here to tell you as a law-abiding citizen. I'm here to tell you as a law enforcement officer. I'm here to tell you as a um, pro-gun um, conservative that we need them. But they have to be used in the right manner. Unfortunately, we cannot control every person's mindset, their abilities, their uh, uh, wherewith, their motivations to own guns. We can't control that. But as law enforcement officers, as uh, gun um, stores, we can continue to make sure that we keep guns out of the hands of folks who don't need guns, mental illness. Again, I talked about it. People with behavior issues, very aggressive attitudes and demeanors, okay? Those are your folks. Now, anybody, again, can snap. I understand that. Lord's willing that it'll never happen on my end. But 
these things have to be addressed. I'm done. I'm done. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. And I'm going to leave it there. Listen, I really enjoyed this show. As I always say, I want you to reach one, teach one. This is a very teachable moment, okay? Uh, please stay tuned. We have some more great episodes coming up. I'm just glad to be back. I had to get on. I was antsy. I was uh, biting at the bit to get back on and bring something live to you. And here we are today. And I am decked out in blue, red, and white. I said to myself, what could I do? What could I wear to bring the listeners back in? They miss me. I missed you. I'm back. This is real talk. God, continue to bless our country, bless our nation, bless our armed forces. Lord, bless everyone that is in the makeup of law enforcement, protecting and serving. Bless us all. Keep our country safe. And I do have more exciting episodes to bring to you. If you stay tuned, you'll get them. Until then, you have been listening to Real Talk, and I am your host, Officer Antoine Thomas. That's me.